everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Is this a song or are you just making that up? I don't know. Oh, okay. It seemed for a moment. Everybody. Yeah. Rock your body. Yeah. See, I didn't know uh, if you were going to go harmony or not. I didn't know if you were going to harmony or not, so then I started to do it, but then you did it, and then, ah, whatever. Anyway, uh, hey, everybody, I'm LaTara. I leaned right in the mic as I laughed, <laughs> so I apologize for that. My name is Laura. And this is... Passions, Passions Podcast. Podcast. The outtakes. Yeah, well, not the outtakes. This is like... The intakes. Yeah, I mean, these are clips. We just got more clips for you. Hopefully you listened to the last week's episode, which was just clips, and now we're moving into another week of... Just clips. Yeah. Just reliving our best moments. Yeah. And enjoying a little summer fun. Some of our favorite moments. Um, yeah. So, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> so, this is where Teresa grabs a photo of Ethan off of Ivy's dresser after she's left the room. And she starts apologizing to the picture. This poor girl. She's she's just off her Unhinged. rocker. But... So she's then, off her rocker. Then she has a moment. She has a, a rare moment of lucidity, right? She, she like, snaps out of it for just a moment. She has some clarity, and she's like, what the hell am I doing here? She says, I've got to get out of here. <laughs> she flips I out. I can't be in here. No. I can't meet Ethan like this. No, she starts to panic. She starts to panic, which is the correct emotion. Yes. The correct... Because I was panicked for her. I was like, get yeah, for this For the last two episodes, I've just been like, get out of there, Teresa. <laughs> she's behaving... Get out of there. For the first time since we've seen her, she's behaving rationally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she's panicking, and Ivy and Ethan and Gwen come back to Ivy's room, and Teresa's nowhere to be found. They're like, wait, where is yeah. she? Where'd she go? And they hear, <laughs> they hear like a thump, and they say, oh, it sounds like it came from the closet. Lo and behold, there's Teresa in the closet. Only Ivy sees her. Right. But, well, no, they all three go into the closet. They but, all go but in, Teresa but they're has her facing back. away. Exactly. Teresa has her back to them. Mm-hmm. So they don't haven't seen her yet. Oh, God. I Teresa. don't know how she's going to get out of this one. I don't know. Teresa, the number of times we have asked, how is she going to get out of this one? I, Teresa. Countless. Countless. Teresa, Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald, the greatest person on this show, if you ask me. Also, like, <laughs> now we're moving into the portion of this episode where, or the portion of the clips where we're not shitting on Sheridan as much, but it's just, like, so much Teresa shit. Yeah. Well, that's the way the show went. You know, it, it kind of force-fed us Sheridan at first, and then it moved us right into Teresa territory, and we kind of stayed there, but we're start- it seems like we're starting to do some Whitney stuff. Yeah. So oh, we'll yeah, see where we're we about go. to get some good Whitney stuff. I'm excited. All right, <laughs> let's get into the next clip. Yeah, it's the Passions Rewatch Podcast. Yeah, we're going to tell you what we think, whether you want to know it or not. So strap um, in. Yeah, because we're on episode 20. That's right. Is that right? Yeah, that's Episode right. 20 of Passions. Episode 20. And we're going to do 20 and 21. 20 in the first half, 21 in the second half. So Hang now, on. Now you know the deal. Hang on to your pussies. <laughs> Everybody, hang on to your butts. movie that's a movie oh that's from jurassic park he's like everybody hang on to your butts <laughs> isn't that it i don't know i swear I to god jurassic park since it came out i think that's jurassic park okay <laughs> that's one of my favorite clips i don't know what it's like i'm losing my mind every like more and more every day and so then i just start saying stupid shit 
And that was one of those days. I think we did that one later in the day, too. I think it was, like, evening time. Yeah. Before I started telling you, like, we have to do this in the morning. <laughs> right, because you were like, I go through a period in the afternoon where I am incapable of doing things. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I understand. That's fine. <laughs> like, we don't need to run through nap time. Yeah. You know. Breezing right through Breezing right through nap time. But that, I love that introduction. Because I also promise you, that's, like, the sixth take, and that was the best one. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were just lunatics and couldn't introduce ourselves did that it was that from um jurassic park it was i looked it up just to make sure but it's hold on to your butts that's what it is it's not everyone hold on to your butts i i the the everyone is implied it is but it is jurassic park all right let's go on to let's see what's next another thing is for y'all just i cut up these clips very randomly uh, so we honestly don't know what's coming next. And I have no clue. Like, I'm hearing them for the first time. So I'm enjoying this tremendously. I honestly have no clue what's coming next. Let's find out. And this girl delivers quite the speech. Quite the monologue through yet another door. Yeah, right? He, yeah, he's, he's in the bathroom. in the bathroom. The shower is very obviously going. We yeah. can hear it. And then she delivers this monologue to him as if he can hear it. She thinks he can. It doesn't end. He doesn't respond because he can't hear it, and she doesn't stop talking. She doesn't stop talking. Did you write any she of it? On, it was no. so much. It I was wrote, so much. This is what I wrote. I said, Teresa's delivering quite the speech to Ethan. It doesn't end. And I then said- I wrote, she's sitting on his bed. <laughs> and then I wrote, then Gwen comes in, but Teresa must be hiding. That's what I wrote about this said, entire exchange. Said, Teresa delivers an endless monologue in Ethan's room. <laughs> she has She has really lost it. That's what I wrote. We didn't. She said so much that we didn't even write it she down. She said the same shit she's been saying. Yes, and it's just it's just overwhelming because it. Oh. I do remember at one point she says, she says, and I would never do any of those things on purpose, Ethan, because I love you. I can't believe I just said that, but I do. I love you. Ooh. Yes. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> she's so out of it. She's out of her mind, and I know I've said that a lot, but I can't think of a better way to... Like, another phrase, she, she has lost her complete mind, she, all of her senses. She, I, I'm trying... I, I, I lack the vocabulary to describe what has happened to Teresa. She is bonkers. She is delusional. I definitely she can't say it with any... deranged. She is... I can't say any anything about it with any sensitivity that I that right. I probably should use, but right. it's just, I it's just so crazy. Yeah, this girl, she's out of her mind. She's out of her mind. She I can't clinical help. More Teresa stuff. Should we <laughs> call her bananas? B a n a n a s. Teresa is bananas. B a n a n a s. I love her though. I God, I love her. Oh, I love her. And she ended up. She happened to be under the bed. Oh, she went under God. the bed. Oh my oh, God, Teresa. Teresa. Oh, that was so funny. I love her. She is a lovable lunatic. Yeah. An apt title, Teresa. Yeah, she's out of her mind. I'm going to get t-shirts made. I swear I'm going to get t-shirts made. With That's either the sketch, With either the sketch or Teresa's face that says lovable lunatic. Maybe we should get podcast merch. I feel like that would be cute. Yeah. The only thing about having like the actor's faces on it and stuff is like, is it co- like copyright stuff? Is that... I don't know. I mean, I've seen t-shirts with uh, people's faces on them. Well, we so could do know. like hashtag lovable lunatic like that's us you yeah know, like we don't and we could put our own artwork on it yeah that's true that's true <laughs> you have you seen this girl 
sketches that we drew. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's, well, that is cracking me up. Let's move on. I'm trying to come up with a good jingle for the Lobster Shack. It should be like Love Shack on the Lobster Shack. Lobster Shack, shack baby. baby. Lobster Shack. I'm the car and it's a lobster. <laughs> Bring your jukebox money! Lobster Shack is a little old place where uh, we uh, can eat some seafood. Lobster Shack, baby! Lobster Shack, baby! Lobster Shack, baby! Lobster Shack! This is great. This is great content. All right. All right. All right. All right. The birth of the Lobster Shack theme. That's the first time we did it. I love that moment. I love the Lobster Shack theme. I love lobster. I had lobster last night. Lucky. I know. I was like... We talk about lobster a lot on this show. Living now a that I'm thinking life. about it. Well, lobster's great. Lobster is great. Jazz doesn't like Lob- lobster. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, I get, mean, I guess there's I a lot it. of people who don't like, like seafood. It's like a crustacean yeah. thing. I get it looks weird. Well, I mean, a lot of things so, look we- weird. Yeah. I mean, steak looks weird. It bleeds. It's bleeding. Like, if it's cooked well, Properly, you know, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of bleeding. It's, mm. Yeah. I mean, it's muscle tissue. Yeah. It's delicious. It's muscle, so good. Tissue. But, like, most food looks weird, especially if it comes from an animal. Mm. To me, anyway. If, you really, if you're going to just start thinking about it like that, you got to stop eating all the animals. A lot of people have. Good for them. The I mean, I I have cut down a, on my mm-hmm. animal intake a lot. Same. A lot. Just because it's better for me and it's better for the environment. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I still love meat. I love meat. I love meat, but I definitely, like you said, have cut back a lot. And I think a lot of that is just like becoming an adult and learning how to cook and season vegetables properly. Yeah. So they just don't turn into like a pile of mush. It's also like being poor because meat is expensive. That's true. They're just like tossing carrots at you when you leave the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like, just take these bell peppers with you, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're off track. This has off nothing track. to do with the lobster shack, but it's whatever. Who cares? All right. Moving on. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I feel complicated about Teresa. I... I don't feel complicated. Like, I'm not conflicted. I absolutely like her. I think that she is a good person. I think she's good at heart so far. Mm-hmm. And I think she has gone about all of this the complete wrong way. Mm-hmm. And, but I also think she needs professional help. For sure. She really needs some actual help. It's You know what? It's She's obsessed with a tangible person. You know, like, when you were, like, 14 years old, and you're like, oh, my God, one day I'm going to marry Harry Potter. You know, like, or whoever. Ron Weasley. Ron, Ron excuse <laughs> you. Okay, fine. Ron Weasley. Whoever your little teen crush was, right? You saw them in movies. You saw them maybe in magazines. Like, right. that was they, kind they, of... Not. They were so far away. They were so distanced from you that you could love them and, and have a crush on them as much as your little heart could, but there was a part of you that knew it would never happen. Right. She feels that way about a man who grew up in her, well, is from her town and has had multiple run-ins with him and, now. So and I think where her mom works. Where her mother her works. works. Right. Like, this is so, it's, it's a tangible reality yeah. to this girl. And in her monologue, she talks about how Pilar would come home and talk about how sad Ethan was and how he would eat 
dinner alone and she felt so bad for how lonely he was and she said I know what it's like to be lonely too like she thinks she knows him right based on what she's heard from Pilar right which is credible information and based on like what she's seen in magazines right you know and she's created this person in her mind who she thinks she's been having a relationship with him for you know 15 years Mm -hmm. he's never heard of her right so, yeah. yeah. Oh, I Teresa, don't know. This girl. I don't know. I I think I feel bad for Teresa the way that they want me to feel bad for Sheridan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for and she lost her older brother. And her, her oldest dad. brother and her father just disappeared. Yeah. No wonder they just, they're, yeah. 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 I Teresa. have I have pretty deep sympathy for for Teresa. Yeah, I do at I do this too. point. And she's she needs help. I that's so that became very apparent in this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been obvious, but it's again, it's been escalating right from oh, one day I'll meet him. Oh, I have these dreams that he'll come to the doorstep. Oh, he came to the doorstep. Oh, I Can Ethan, you I almost saw him. If Legolas Greenleaf showed up at our fucking doorstep and then I missed years, him all these years later and you missed him and I missed him, yeah, I would be on the search. Orlando Bloom for just Orlando shows Bloom. up here. Only dressed as Legolas. Well, but in his Legolas co- Like, can you imagine? That's kind of what is happening for her. Yeah. It's like if I started seeing Trevor Noah every fucking where I went. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it it's is. It's like if I started seeing Trevor Noah everywhere I went, and every time I saw him, I got nervous and dropped something Yeah, it's like you, you walk into the elevator in our building, and why the fuck is Trevor Noah there? I don't know, but there he is. Here you are. Here you are. Why? And, and then I throw up. And then you throw up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor Noah. <laughs> um, so poor, poor Teresa, this girl, whatever. She does this whole thing. And- so it's more Teresa stuff. <laughs> we've and moved into t- the Teresa part of the story. We've moved into the Teresa part of the story. And also I am the person who cut out the clips and I love Teresa. Uh, I think it was subconscious. I don't think I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known this would happen. <laughs> I don't think I did it on purpose. But um, yeah, Teresa. Teresa definitely needs help. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, Teresa definitely. Needs, I stand by that. Yeah. Uh, also, like. Trevor Noah has come up yet again. Also, here I am again. <laughs> Making noise. Making noise with my God food apparatus. <laughs> Don't do it when we're recording a clip. <laughs> do it in between when we're listening. I'm stirring my tea. Oh my God. And yes. I didn't mean to do it. I'm sorry. And yes, we're drinking tea in the middle of August. So Whatever. what? Whatever. Got a little... Dry little throat. Yeah. Little honey. Also, Trevor Noah. Again. Again with the Trevor Noah stuff. He's going to be back. Yeah, he I will know be. he's coming up again. Yeah, he's coming up again. I have one distinct memory <laughs> of a Trevor Noah segment. I don't think he'll be in this episode, but in oh. in, an ep- in a later episode, I think it, the clip, another Trevor Noah clip is coming up. Yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe one day he will actually be on the podcast. I, again, I just feel like if I just like keep manifesting him in my life, That's like right. one day he'll show up. That's like, right. I just have to manifest him just keep thinking trevor noah will marry me you have to think positively you have to put it out into the world and if you you know what you should you should not do i was gonna say you should but you shouldn't do this because this would look insane is make like one of those dream boards no 
<laughs> but then it would be that's crazy. Well, and then I can't, we, well I, then we'd be in Teresa. I was about, I was like, I'm about to say the exact same thing. Get the fuck out of my head. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my head. I was like, that's Teresa territory. Yeah. That's um, exactly what she did with Ethan. Also, again, I can't take on any more projects. <laughs> Got too much stuff going on. Oh, all right, let's go to the next clip. You know what was crazy was that the dog, as much as Faith is constantly like, I have to protect you, I have to protect you, I have to protect you, the dog comes up barking, ready to attack, and Faith jumps behind Charity. Her daughter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She puts Charity into harm's way. She pushes her out in front of her. Oh. So, no, Charity. Short but sweet. Short but sweet. I loved that Just clip. Just like Charity. I thought I had enough time to get a t- sip of my tea, but I did not. It went, it went so fast. Yeah. Faith. Jumping behind Charity. I had forgot about that. <laughs> I did too. I don't know what to say about it, to be perfectly honest. I don't honest. have anything to say about it. It's just a favorite clip. Let's move on to the next. Okay. <laughs> Then Ethan's like, did she she left? No, I really wanted to talk to her after he gets off the phone with Gwen. Gwen says, Oh, she had Teresa had to leave. And he says, Oh, I really want to talk to her. Maybe I can catch her. So he runs to the door. And the way they set it up, it looked like Teresa was still gonna be there. <laughs> no, I was like, girl, wrong. But she was gone. What are you doing? Yeah, she, she got gone. away. She made her escape. She made her great Ooh. escape. That was she like made a from Alcatraz escape. level. I was honestly like, <laughs> how is she? going to get out of this house, this mansion. How's she going to get out of here? And that was not even her greatest escape. Oh. Like, that's not even her greatest escape. True. And it was. I Watching it in that moment, I was like, what? Wow. Way to go, Teresa. Like, you really got out of there. Her greatest escape was the midnight in yeah. Luisa's trunk situation. Yeah. Getting out, like... With the dogs. The dogs out after her, getting yeah. over the... I mean, she didn't get over the 12-foot fence, but, like, they make a whole point about they closed the gates. Right. <laughs> God, Teresa. Teresa's the best. God, she is certifiable, isn't she? This oh, poor for sure. thing. Oh, I can't wait for Hear- us. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. So say, hearing it all, like, back to back to back like this, wow. Yeah. Just wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That makes sense to me. I mean, I but we have a long way to go. He can't even find her. He doesn't even know even know her name. He doesn't know her name, her phone number, where she lives. Yeah, I don't know. I have many thoughts about women's sexuality and the way that that the world has decided that they should have an opinion on them. And I feel like I'm allowed to have an opinion as a woman with my own sexuality. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I I kind of dislike this trope in general. Oh yeah. Um. Well, it's but gross. It is gross. It's gross. I. She won't come into her full power until she's had a dick inside of her. I like. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing I know, is this that dick makes you weaker. <laughs> oh, we went. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry for the X-rated content. I'm just saying. I'm not sorry at all, actually. I'm not, because I feel like that was a, a very good PSA. It was. Because it, it also, again, it doesn't make any sense that she would be more powerful. It doesn't make any sense. What physically changes? Is it, like, what, what 
how how does this affect I don't it doesn't it's it doesn't stupid. make any sense. See, that's the thing is like it doesn't actually have any scientific purpose or they don't try to explain anything away. It's just oh. And also, what if she's like finger blasting herself? It has to be a man. It has to be a man. She can't give herself What she's a, a lesbian. She can't give herself an orgasm. Yeah, what if she doesn't even like men? Well, we know she likes Miguel. Maybe she's bi and she ends up with a woman. Yeah. Maybe her first sexual you experience don't, is don't with know. another girl. We don't know. What makes her a woman? Not a girl. Not yet a woman. She's not a girl, not yet a woman. She's just charity. She's just charity. You know, uh, this is a great clip because I forgot this even happened. Me too. Like, I forgot this was part of the story that she's not, she hasn't come into her full powers yet. And that, like, she will become, she'll come into her full powers once she becomes a woman. Whatever right. that means. Such a vague thing to say. Like, I still have questions about it. It certainly sounds like until she loses her virginity, yeah. she will be a girl and then she will become a woman. Which is still, guess what? Still gross. Yeah. Still problematic in every way. Yeah. And also, like, now, li- looking back on it now, it's like, oh, now Charity doesn't remember Miguel. And so this buys Tabitha plenty of time, I feel like, mm. as long as Charity doesn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. And what happens? So if she does come into her powers and she has no idea that they exist and no one to help guide her or, like, train her or, you know, yeah. mold, like, what kind of magic she's doing, like, what happens? I don't know. I, I just don't know. Well, we'll find out, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. This is a storyline that they can't drop. No, you know, they're not like going this, to. So we, we'll return to this for sure. We'll find out, you know. I yeah. just have some questions. Always. Constantly. <laughs> full of questions, we are. <laughs> Sam comes in. Before the mayor calls, Sam comes in. He sees this scene of these two cranes, Luis. Luis pulls him to the side and says, look. She was going 98 and a 45. Then when I tried to pull her over, she fled. And then she hit me. And then she tried to flee again. Yeah. He said, we would have, he said, I would have arrested anyone for that. Right. right? We would have, no matter who they are, you arrest them for something like that. Of course. And Sam's like, okay, he's looking. Then the phone rings. Mm -hmm. O'Brien's like, the mayor's on the phone, chief. Yeah. Sam goes, talks to the mayor, comes back. Ethan and Sheridan look so fucking smug oh, these two they look so smug ethan and sheridan look so smug they look like they just know they're about to get away with this right mm. and ethan says okay so are we all we all good here and didn't the mayor tell you to release her and he said you know the mayor did suggest i let her leave but She's under arrest. She's going to stay the night in the pokey and she'll get arraigned in the morning. Yeah, by the judge like anybody else. And we were yelling. We were screaming. Sam. Sam. I stand Sam. I stand Sam. Uh, He was like, she's going to be here. We stand. We, I stand. Sam Bennett. I. Sam Bennett for mayor. Sam Bennett for mayor. We gotta get we gotta get these sycophants out, out. of political office in, in harmony. <laughs> in harmony, we gotta affect change gotta in harmony. Change in harmony, USA. <laughs> but for real, it was oh, it was such it was so a satisfying. satisfying moment. Oh, it was oh. so satisfying. Oh, I was so glad. So they throw her in the in jail the, cell in the pokey. Yeah, with some woman 
some like <laughs> Ethel Merman type. It was, was amazing. Like, I, I wonder, was she supposed to be like a prostitute? She was like so colorfully dressed. <laughs> she was in like lime green yeah. and she had red, red hair. Big red but hair. But she was a bigger woman. Yeah. She was a meaty woman and she was just like, mm, why can't I ever get arrested by men like that? <laughs> <laughs> why can't I ever get arrested by the cops that look like him? And <laughs> Sheridan's like, you think he's attractive? Excuse me? And she's like, uh, don't you have eyes? Yeah, she's like, are you blind? And she's like, well, I've sworn off men. Girl, bye. Yeah. Fuck you, Sheridan. Yeah. Ugh. So that was the best. Yeah. To me, that was the Oh, so I don't great. know. Was that the best part of the show? I don't was know. There the were so part, the many part. moments. Okay. okay. Woo! This was a good moment. <laughs> oh, this was a great moment. <sighs> it's a great. Also, back to Sheridan. Back to you Sheridan. know, Sheridan got a little bit better for like half a second, and then she did this bullshit. Mmm. When she came back to Harmony, this pissed me off. I was yeah. like, Sheridan sucks. And you flat out was like, fuck you, Sheridan. I know. I really just like, I didn't realize how upset I was. <laughs> wow, I dropped an F-bomb. So I probably shouldn't have done that. Sorry, Why Sheridan. Not? But Sheridan's fuck you in this real moment. Person. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's so shitty. I want to talk more about her cellmate, though. Yeah. She seems like such an interesting woman. I'm Marge to, or whatever. I want to know her story. Yeah. I hope they, I wonder if they'll ever bring her back. They never will. But no, I they want, never but will. I, you know... I've forgotten about her. We could write Marge's story. Although, isn't Marge the fish lady? Didn't we name her Marge? I think we named her Marge, and then her name was like Ashley or something. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yeah. They like finally, like four episodes later, mentioned her name. It's like, it's too late. She's in Marge to me. <laughs> in like the last episode she was in. Yeah. Yeah, they gave us her name. Yeah. Yeah. Should we just name everybody Marge? Marge. Yeah, Marge. Well, the older ladies. Yeah, there's Fish Marge. Jail Dale Marge. Marge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grocery Marge. Probably. She'll be there. We'll, we're going to have a few more Marges <laughs> before this is all said and done. <laughs> all right, let's move on. But she does, oh, that yeah! she, she does tell her that she met Miguel. <gasps> oh, my God. She doesn't tell her mom that about was... anything that happened at the pier. She goes like, I had the best night. I met Miguel. I was like, and way to bury the lead. Right? What are you talking about? And Faith gets really upset. She's really pissed off. She's like, you went out when I, you knew I didn't want to take my eyes off of you. You knew it was only safe in the church. You left anyway. You met this boy. I don't care who he is. I don't feel safe in harmony. We're never coming back. And we are getting the fuck out. And Charity's like, well, nothing happened. Bitch, you almost died yeah. again. Again. For the second time in a day. Right. Yeah. I, I just, she's shocking to me. I'm I'm shocked by yeah. her. How do you not tell your mom that you fell through a giant gaping hole and almost fell to your death? It was only because of your grand finger strength. <laughs> <laughs> your grip on, on not reality, but your grip. <laughs> grip on that pier on those planks that you managed to survive because and only because miguel showed up and pulled mm -hmm. you up out of the hole maybe she would want to meet him then maybe yeah. if she knew you he saved you he her. rescued her yeah. he rescued her she's so dumb yeah Ugh. so that was ridiculous uh, <laughs> her grip not on reality <laughs> makes me laugh so hard <laughs> it was so good Charity's another one that I can't stand. Like, I, I don't, for a long time, I was just like, I don't understand her character. Yeah. I don't get what they're trying to do with her. I think they're trying to do a girl next door thing, but she doesn't have a lot of substance. She's just nice and way too... Naive. Naive. I, that's not a strong enough word. Yeah. I don't know if one exists. Oblivious. I don't know. She, like, again, with the whole... 
again, I had forgotten that she was basically nearly murdered two times in one day. And both times, she just neglected to tell anybody about yeah. it. Eh, like, she no biggie. Like, and still didn't believe her mother when her mother was like, there's evil after you. Do you think this is like, my mom is so scared of everybody that like the pendulum swung the other way with her daughter and she's like I trust everybody so that we've got one who's terrified of all humans and one who has no fear at all and yeah. she, you know what I mean I think and they I, kind of balance each other out I think I said something like that in one of the episodes where it was like <clears throat> Charity has been so sheltered by her mother that she doesn't understand what her mom's talking about She and she hasn't seen any evil there's mm. no proof to her although now she has the fucking proof like, now you have some proof. Yeah. If your mom, your mom flat out was like, let's go to this church. We got to stay here all night because something's after us. Mm-hmm. And then you fell through a giant gaping hole after being, like, duped by some random old lady mm-hmm. into trying to find a little girl. Emily. 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 Yeah. And then Emily. remember remember Tabitha started going, like, roof, roof, roof. Meow, meow. Yeah, like the animals are going to attack Emily. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, Charity's so dumb. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I remember, so I remember in grad school, my apartment was on the ground floor. It was like a little one bedroom. And there at one point, like, was a little kitten mewing outside the window. And it made me so scared Mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, my God, this is a ploy. Someone's trying to lure me outside. You know, I'm in the middle of, like, the cornfields in Ohio where, like, murder happened. Yeah. You know, so I for sure was like, do not go and look at the kitten. It can't be real. Yeah. Fuck that cat. So I guess <laughs> so I guess I understand where she's coming from. Like, oh my god, the cat and the dog are gonna get Emily. I guess, I guess it's real. I guess it makes sense. It's well thought out. I guess Lord Jesus. She oh oh charity. There's more of that coming up, I think. Yeah, well yeah. charity's pretty one note right now. <sighs> Gwen also says to Sheridan, she says, Tell them you've had a hard day. And you're heartbroken and explain everything about Roger and not Roger. <laughs> Wait, explain everything. That yesterday you were in a hor- horrific car crash. You ended up oh, in a yeah. coma. You magically woke up. You got engaged to your fiance. He got murdered. You got on a plane to come home. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't slept. Like, try to explain some of this. <laughs> oh, we're at the end of day three. We're at the end of day three. <laughs> And Sheridan has Sheridan has been through a lot. She has been through. She's had quite a time. She's been through a lot. So Gwen tells her maybe if you explain to the officers, they'll cut you some slack, and you can explain that you were just really tired and you really wanted to get home, and it's been rough for you. And Sheridan's so pr- prideful and is like, "No, I would never show them my weakness, and I would never do that." Okay, shut up, Sheridan. <sighs> Imagine getting pulled over. Like, officer, I've had a horrible day. Yesterday, you wouldn't believe it. I woke up from a coma. And then I got engaged. And then my fiance blew up. I got on a plane at the Concord, in fact. And now I'm here, and I just really need to go to bed, so can you please let me off the hook? Yeah. They'd throw you in the loony bin. I don't know. They'd probably let you off. Especially if your name's Crane. That's, yeah, I feel like true. if she had said that shit to Luis, he would have been like, okay. Just this time. Just this once, young lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, that does sound rough. That's rough, buddy. 
Oh. She still doesn't know Jean-Luc died. No, she has no clue. Again, I don't know if they're going to bring that up again or not. He got blown to bits. Smithereens. <laughs> wow, I just remembered. She has no clue. She doesn't know he's Is dead. Roger going to come back? <laughs> what? <laughs> I should start keeping a tab on like all the, the storylines that don't ever like go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Poor Sheridan. Yeah. Oh. The longer we go and the more we learn, the worse I feel. Yeah. And the thing is, in this moment, I was starting to feel kind of bad for Sheridan, mm-hmm. right? Like, before the accident happened. Then she T-boned his car on purpose. And, and tried to flee. And tried to flee. And I was like, fuck Sheridan Crane. Yeah. I was right back to square one. Yeah. Well, right back to square one. And that was all bad enough. And then the fucking attitude. You can't arrest me. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. Let me write you a check and make it all go away. Remember she handed him her license and was like, see the name? C-R-A-N-E. Or can't you read? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. 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 Because it's not not a Teresa situation where she's having terrible accidents that are not, that are actual accidents. She may be at fault for them, but they are not premeditated in any way. She's super apologetic. She feels terrible. Yeah. Sheridan had an accident and doesn't seem to feel bad at all. She has no remorse. None. Yeah. She sucks. All right. Moving on. She sucks in this part. In this moment. Yeah. All right. So he takes her, grabs her by the arm, yanks her, pulls her into the crane mansion. Yeah, he hauls her ass into that house. Sits her ass down in a chair and says, you sit there and don't you move. And then he grabs the phone to call the police and she gets up and she like hits the hang up. Yeah, and then bolts. It was great, actually. No, 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 no. She does not bolt. First, she tries to reason. She's like, oh, yeah. First, she goes, no, please don't call the police. My my family's going to be so disappointed in me, especially my brother. Please. And Ethan, like, seems to soften and goes, family's really important to you, huh? Yeah. And then he kind of rethinks for, like, quite half a second. And then he goes, no, you're clearly deranged. It'd be best for you for me to call the police. That's right. It's what's in your best interest, and I'll be helping your family out. Right. And then she takes off she running. Run, she runs out of the house. Which is what she should have done an episode ago. Like she, yes. <laughs> yes. She should have run out of the house. She should have never, her ass should have never stepped foot over that threshold. I was, stay at home, Teresa, where Whitney is. I, wait, <laughs> stay at home where Whitney stay is. Stay at your home where Whitney is. Yeah. <laughs> she, oh my gosh, she bolts out of there. And Ethan tries to catch up with her. And as he's going, trying to run to catch her, Ivy and Julian come down the stairs and like have heard this commotion. And... They're like, what's going on? And Ethan goes, the girl that's been stalking me, she's here. I caught her. She's here now. She's running out on the ground. Mm. Ivy's like, how the hell did she get on the ground? <laughs> what do we pay the security for? <laughs> so then they call like, security. <laughs> she was on the grounds because you let her on the ground. That's right. Yeah, she because she doesn't know. So then they call security and Ethan like it's going to go out and search. And then Ivy insists that. He doesn't go, and then Ivy and Julian fight, and so Ethan sneaks out while they're arguing, and then Ivy calls security and says, Let out the dog! Release the hounds! <laughs> <laughs> she calls to release the 
Thou let out the dogs. And so now the dogs are after Teresa. She tells Ethan not to go out, but he goes out anyway. Yeah, he runs after he her. He runs after her, which to me, and Ivy calls the dogs after he goes out. So I guess maybe the dogs are trained not to attack cranes. Maybe I don't know, like, because I, to me, attack dogs will basically attack anybody who isn't their handler. I I don't know. Maybe they're little wiener dogs, and they just are they're there to they didn't sound, sound scary. Like, they didn't sound <laughs> like wiener dogs. Part one of Teresa's great escape. Oh my god! Amazing. This moment. Exceptional, exceptional television. Oh, my riveting! God. Oh my god! In the yeah. fog. Remember, it was all mm-hmm. pea soup. The pea soup. The pea soup fog. So I have a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Was someone on Passions, like, friends with dog trainers? There's a lot of dog stuff. Let me elaborate. So we've got this situation with the dogs. We've got the hellhound Tabitha stuff, whatever that is. (laughs) Whatever that is. is. The Faith and Charity get attacked by a dog, kind of. I don't know. Like, do you think there's, like, some little... I don't know. What's Uh, going on with that? I don't know. Maybe they just... You know what? Maybe they just, that's the easiest thing they can use that's like threatening in a way that Mm. can be threatening. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know, Laura. (laughs) Are you sure you don't know? I thought you knew. I know nothing. Tell me everything about passion. I know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing, Jon Snow. I know nothing. Well, that's the worst accent that's ever happened on this show. Here we go again. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Now you have to do it. I love, you know nothing, Jon Snow. That was better than mine. Really? I was going to say pretty good, but I won't. It wasn't good. <laughs> it no. wasn't, but it was better than mine. You know nothing, John Snow. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> I can't I cannot do that one to save my life. Oh, here we I mean, back to the accents. Yeah. Let's give the, up on that. The gift that keeps on giving. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Luis does show up in his Jeep to help the search for the crazed stalker, right? <laughs> And Ethan turns down the help. I know. Louise is like, you know, stalkers can be very dangerous. If you won't help, let me help you look for her, could you at least describe her to me so that I can keep my eyes peeled? And Ethan is like, no, fuck you. Get out. I refuse to have anything to do with yeah, you. Yeah, get off of my property. And, and Lu- Louise is like, fine by me, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, this is great. Yeah. I tried. I, I did what I was supposed to do. I'm going to fuck off now Um, so he gets back in his little jeep and he's like i wonder what kind of person would stalk the cranes (laughs) and he goes on this (laughs) he he really works through the process (laughs) out loud alone we just like can see and hear every gear grinding (laughs) in his brain (laughs) he's like "Uh uh-oh he goes back and relives some memories that he had with Therese, and he's like shit it's, I bet it's Teresa. I bet it's my kid sister, Teresa. So he rushes home. He rushes home. But what he doesn't know is that Teresa is in the boot of the car. I'm so proud of Teresa about <laughs> Teresa this. Teresa got out. I think she was in like the back seat. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, Because okay. I think she could hear everything. Because she was like. Mm. Yeah, she was cowering. Yeah. She's also, like, oh, no. yeah, well, it's a Jeep. So maybe she was oh, in the. Yeah. yeah, like a little hatchback yeah. section thing. So Teresa has called a ride home. Because I. Like I said, I don't know how Teresa's going to get out of this one. I feel like I say that so much. Like, how is she supposed to get out of this? And she caught a ride like a hobo in the back of a truck. And she got out, got out of there. In fact, 
She got a ride directly home. That's exactly what I was going to say. In fact, <laughs> not only did she get out, she got a hit. She hit the ride home. She got home. So then Luis gets home. He says, okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna go I'm, talk to Teresa. She be better her, be yeah. home. She, you know, if she's not here, I'm going to go back to the Crane Mansion, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if she's here, it obviously isn't her. If she... If she's not here, then I got to go back. Well, he knocks on the door and she doesn't come to the door. He's like, Teresa, I know you were at the Crane Mansion. Mm. Were you at the Crane Mansion? Come out here. Are you stalking Ethan Crane? He's got a stalker, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, well, she's not here, so I'm going to go back. And then she opens the door and she has her towel on her head and her robe on like she just got out of the shower. All right, girl. And she's like, Louise, what's going on? Uh, Ethan, (laughs) I never, of course. He said, well, where, where were you tonight? I, I I went out job hunting and then I came back here. I I've been here the whole Teresa. night. Teresa, Teresa's great. She's awful <laughs> and great. I like I, honestly, I'm so proud of her. She's the kind of messy that's interesting though. Yeah, because she's good hearted. Yeah, and she kind of gets herself in these crazy situations, but somehow she gets out of them as well. I don't know. And she surrounds herself with good people like Teresa. Teresa's Teresa all right. is all right. Teresa's all right, she's man. Bonkers, like, I was like, she her. got in the car. <laughs> she got, I know. At first, I was like, where is she? <laughs> she's in the trunk of the car. She's in the damn trunk. Yeah. Yeah, and she was. Good for her. So she gets out of it. She gets out of what it. What a what a day for Teresa. I love Teresa. Her morning, started, her morning started with her burning down the burger hut. That was this morning, wasn't it, for her? Mm. No, no. We're into the third day. In the second day, she burns down the burger hut. Right. Then has her first day at the fish place. Right. Then we have the morning of the third day. We're at the end of the third day. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah. So, I get why Teresa and Ivy, like, get along so well. They're both boss-ass bitches. These two are straight G. God, Teresa's so fucking great this so part two of Teresa's great escape oh amazing part two oh my god louise shows up she gets in the car and just drives away just rides not, away not only drives away like right. jack kelly and fucking newsies <laughs> yes not only like escapes hitches a ride to where she needs to be yeah, to home. where she lives she gets to go straight home yeah wow she oh excellent wow I, we're watching we're watching brilliance She's truly the woman is brilliant. I love her. She's brave. Yeah, yeah. She's brave. She's strong. She's all the things like I want to be. Yeah. To be honest, like minus the lunacy. Right. Yeah. Minus the you know. <laughs> yeah, like the delusion. <laughs> Although that's part of the thing. That's part of what makes her so brave and so bold is that is she the ha- yeah. is the mental illness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, not quite having her finger on reality. The, yeah. the reality button. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Teresa. Wow. Yeah. What a moment. What a great moment to relive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ugh. Yeah. All right. Let's, what's the next thing? There's so much Teresa stuff. Is it more Teresa after this? I don't know. Let's see. Okay. Are we ready to get into Teresa? Because almost. Because Teresa then, Whitney does talk some sense into her, convinces Teresa to call and tell Ivy that she's going to quit. She's not going to take the job. So Teresa picks up the phone. She calls the Crane Mansion, and who answers? Ethan. And Ethan what happens? Crane. 
And what happens? Instead of quitting her job, what happens? Well, Ethan says, oh, hi, I'm so sorry I didn't get to meet you, but my mom raved about you, and she said she's so excited for you to be her personal secretary, and she said that you would be great for the job, and I'm so excited to, you know, spend time with you. And Teresa's like, really? He's like, "Are you, you're still coming tomorrow, right? And he's like, she's like, yeah. Girl, what? <laughs> yeah. What? What, 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 what? <sighs> Let, let's just recap real quick. <sighs> okay, just like very quickly for people who may not remember. <laughs> Teresa, at this point, in the it, we're, we are at the top of day four. Mm-hmm. At this point, or end no, of day well, three. that's the end of day three when she calls. So Teresa, at this point, has spilled blue paint on Ethan, has spilled milkshakes on him, has thrown barbecue sauce on him, burned down the burger hut, <laughs> burned it to the ground, <laughs> drenched Ethan in fish guts and heads, <sighs> trespassed on their property, ba- according to him, basically. Yeah. He doesn't realize that she was actually there to talk to Ivy, and they had, they actually let her in. Yeah. But Showed show up at the front door. <laughs> but as far as he is concerned, she just showed up at his fucking house in the middle of the night. <laughs> and then escaped his home somehow, somehow managed to escape the hounds, managed to get over the 12 foot fence. Like sh- this woman is a maniac. She's, to a, she's a ninja. She's a maniac. And he ha- clearly knows what she looks like at this point. Right. Like, I don't know what she is. Think I just, she's shocking me more than charity these days too. Like, she's shocking. She's shocking. She's this, this, the girl's ballsy. She's got balls. She's got gumption. She, she's got moxie. She's got moxie. Oh, she, she's got some fucking gall, is what she has. The audacity. Oh, the audacity. The audacity of it all. Of it all. So, this girl. So she's. So she tells Ethan she's going to be there the next day. Yeah, and then she tells Whitney. You should have seen Whitney's face. Dear (laughs) dear listeners, you should have seen Whitney's face. Oh, Whitney's Whitney's like, what the hell, Teresa? (laughs) She basically said that to her. Yes, she did. So more Teresa stuff. Shocking. (laughs) Didn't expect that to happen. (laughs) I love this bitch. Oh, Lord. What the hell, Teresa? I, I really... We should have named that episode, What the Hell, Teresa. Oh, man. I don't think we said that, though. Not verbatim. Oh, The episode she, titles are always, like, yeah, direct quotes. Maybe she didn't. If she had said it, that would have been a great episode oh, title. it would have been good. It would have been excellent. Yeah. Oh, God. Teresa. Uh, and I... It, at this point, I was starting to get a little, like, confused by her. I was just like, what are you... To- what are you doing? What are you doing and what is your end goal? That has always been a little confusing to me. How is doing this? Because, well, I guess at this point in the show, she hadn't gone through the whole speech of like, I can accomplish my dreams. This will be a leg up. This will be an introduction to important people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at this point, I was like, what are you trying to accomplish here? Yeah. I also, at this point, didn't know. I was like, how? I really honestly and genuinely was just like, Fucking how? How? Because I don't think there's really any disguise outside of, like, prosthetics that I can put on my face that, like, I... 
if I put on a wig and some frumpy clothes, you still could would recognize me, right? Right. Laura? Like, I would, yeah. I, I feel like most people who know me or have seen me would recognize me. I don't know. I guess at this point, Ethan... No, because Ethan had seen her a bunch of times. Yeah, but the, each time was kind of brief. And she was in, like, those funky costumes and uniforms. Like, so she was already almost in disguise every time he saw her, except for, like, the first time. Well, when they were in the gym, when he was in the locker room, he saw her, and they talked for a while. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. But go, Teresa. Good for you, girl. (laughs) Good for you, girl. The girl's got moxie. She's got unmitigated gall. I mean, (laughs) I, uh, um, again, the audacity. She's a real go-getter. <laughs> She's very <laughs> ambitious. <Yeah. laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sure the next clip is not about Teresa. Let's find uh, out. No, you want to take a wager? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I Are, bet. No, I bet you. Like, I'll make more tea if I'll boil the ke- boil the kettle. If it is not Teresa. If it is Teresa, and I'll boil it if it's not Teresa. Okay. Okay. I also at this time had been experimenting with like a fake Australian accent, which I used to be very good at, and adopted a persona of an Australian person the entire time we were in DC. Okay. Everywhere we went, even if it was just me and my girlfriends, I spoke in like this accent. Obviously, you have to do it right now. <laughs> it's it's probably re- all right. It's probably really bad now. It used to be pretty good, but I haven't used it. In ye- I haven't done this in years. Let me see. Um, I used to say Walmart, and that would help me a lot, like, get into this accent. <laughs> oh I don't know. God. It's not re- it's, it's not very good anymore. No, I think it's great. But it, but it, That's I, awesome. I, it's better than your Jean-Luc. My Jean-Luc. No, I can't do French to save my life. I win. Well, I guess I'm going to be making some tea. <laughs> yeah. I win. It well, was it's about water. your Australian accent. Oh, god. So this is hilarious because, was it yesterday? So yesterday I put together clip show number one. And so in that episode, I mentioned something about the Australian accent. I said something about it, I mm-hmm. think. Or did I do that today? Uh, no, it was know. like yesterday. And then you kept trying to say Walmart, <laughs> like an Australian person would. I can't do this accent to save my life. You ready to hear it? <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> that was the best. You know what? That was the best one I've heard yet from you. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're going. The, at least your mouth is going the right direction now. Yesterday you just kept going, whoa, like swallowing it. Laura, <laughs> Laura, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say my name? Your name is Laura. Laura, it's just Laura. 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 There you go. Laura. Latora. Latora. And Laura. Just and this a is Aussies. And this is Passions Podcast. <laughs> You know what? I'm probably extremely offensive to people who actually are from like New Zealand, Australia, like yeah. anywhere, because it's not good. I, I, I just want I just want to you know announce that I recognize it's not good and I apologize. Yeah, and they, I mean they do like American accents all the time too, where they like make fun of Americans. Yeah. Oh, and I'm not doing it to make fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. That's it's be- true. It's because it's like it's so bad that is what's funny about it to us. You yeah. know, it's not, it's absolutely not poking fun or making fun. At at all. Yeah. But all right. it is pretty funny. Walmart. Walmart. I don't know why that word helps. Word hips. I don't know why that word helps. <laughs> it's, I can't do it. I can't do it. I think it's the southern in me that just, the southern in me that won't let me do it. That won't let me do the accent. Yeah. I don't know. That Well, that was straight up British. That just came out of my mouth now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 
Okay, we're stopping we have this. Just, this is terrible. This is done. Oh, finished. This has gone too long. Boom. So she's trying to buy this fish, and she says, I'm so glad that I bumped into you this morning, actually, because I really want to apologize about last night. I'm so sorry. I don't know why that girl didn't... I'm sorry that that girl didn't show up for you. And he's like, oh, your mom didn't tell you? Tell me what? I saw her. I found her last night. <laughs> and Kay's face cracked like an egg. Like an like Humpty Dumpty off that wall. Correct. Face mm-hmm. correct. Do you understand? Crack mm-hmm. is not whack when it's on her face. How about that? <laughs> she. <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> you don't remember quack? Crack is whack. You don't remember that? Crack is not whack when it's on her face. <laughs> <laughs> her face crack. <laughs> I know the crack is whack. I'm just. What are I you saying? I have never done crack. Crack is whack. Have you seen that thing? It's like that scene from Aladdin. Where Jafar is disguised in the prison mm. as that old, old guy, and he holds up that giant ruby. Mm. They've gone over and dubbed it, and Jafar walks up with the giant ruby, and he's like, You want some crack? <laughs> <laughs> and Aladdin just backs away, like, I uh, haven't seen that. No, I haven't You seen want some that. crack? And just holds up that <laughs> giant fucking ruby like it's a crack rock. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so much dumb stuff on the internet. I love it. Uh, I love the internet and hate the internet. <laughs> At the same time. Oh, and I love your it. Your kids want some crack? I'll stop now. <laughs> so I had to edit out Laura going, want some crack? Like 12 times in that episode. I had to edit it out so many times. She just kept doing it no matter what we were talking about in that episode. Oh, God. Want some crack? Do it now. <laughs> Should I do it in an Australian accent? Yes. Okay, give me a second. You kids want some crack? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it in my head. Like, how is this going to work? Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. So funny. So this is where we uh, start talking about Kay. Because remember those first, like, 20 episodes were like, we don't care about the kids. Yeah. Like, we had a hard time caring about what was going on with them. Yeah. And this was, like, the beginning of, of Kay, Kay yeah. as we now know her to be. Yeah, there's some some clips that I have cut out for later episodes, mm-hmm. uh, later bonus episodes, and yeah, there's a lot of K stuff too. Mm. And it's not it's not as fun as the Teresa stuff. No, <laughs> K stuff is not fun. It is very unsettling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's v- extremely disturbing. Yeah. This the this girl's mind. But for now, we're just gonna you know laugh about crack. <laughs> Lots of crack. Do it. <laughs> I already did it. All right. Do it again. You want some crack? (laughs) (laughs) And let's talk about Reese for a minute. Reese shows up to the house and says, hey, everybody. And they're like, what are you doing here? (laughs) And Reese is like, well, we're going to go get lunch, remember? But Miguel is cooking them breakfast. So why is Reese at the house for lunch? (laughs) (laughs) Reese shows up at like 8 in the morning. For lunch. He's so excited to spend time with this dumbass K. Well, and Simone says, hey, you look pretty good, Reese. He's like, thanks, I borrowed some of Miguel's clothes. And then Jessica... And then Jessica says, yeah, Reese, you're looking pretty hot. And I was like, yeah, Reese is hot. Yeah, Reese is not uh, an unattractive person. Yeah. Yeah, and he still looks ridiculous because the clothes he's wearing is silly and he's got the glasses and the bad hair and everything. But at least he's finally not in a Hawaiian t-shirt. And the way he kind of walks and talks. Yeah. What's up, Kay? You know, he just (laughs) makes himself such a dork. But 
hot. Yeah, he's hot. Reese Durkee, man. I had to do some Reese Durkee clips. Worth. Worth, for sure. I also, um, I love that your Reese Durkee voice is just like Timmy's voice dropped an octave. (laughs) (laughs) Mixed with a little goofy, I guess. Wait, let me do it. What's up, guys? What's up, Kay? Hey, Kay. Hey, Kay. Want to go get some lobster at the lobster shack? And then Timmy's like, hey, Tabitha. Yeah, yeah they it's are really, it's very similar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but look, Reese is an attractive human. Mm-hmm. You can tell he's like a surfer dude kind of like vibe. Like that's his kind of shtick. Mm-hmm. At least it, it seems that way to me. And so they've gone and parted this man's hair dead ass down the center, giving him some thick glasses, Oof. put him in like... Like, 55-year-old dad Hawaiian t-shirts. Like, they've done everything they can to make us think that Reese sucks. And he doesn't suck. He's actually really nice. He's really thoughtful. And he's a good-looking dude who just doesn't know how to dress. He's a good-looking dude. I, I stand by that. Yeah. I stand by it. All right. Come on, Reese. Oh, Reese Durkee. Harmony's turkey. <laughs> oh. I don't, that's so dumb. It makes me laugh, though. It, makes uh, me it laugh is too. dumb, but God, it's, it's a good laugh. Yeah. While they're having this conversation, or just before Teresa comes in, the Frank Lomax, the PI, is doing a sketch for Ethan of Teresa. He's told to he told Ethan to describe her, right? And so he sketch he's apparently a sketch artist. Yeah. And he's sketching the saddest picture of Teresa. But Ethan's description of her is, dare I say it, romantic. He oh, seems absolutely. very like taken her hair it's brown and it sort of cascades down past her shoulders and her eyes are the deepest brown i've ever seen yeah so so sparkly and alive yeah and (laughs) and from that description this artist drew the most busted portrait of Teresa ever please check the instagram for the picture because it is such a mess. I will be posting the picture you on Thursday. You must see. You must, 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 must see. We got to do a side by side. Her picture versus that. She looks. She looks almost like. I love Lisa Rinna. So no tea, no shade. I love Lisa Rinna. It looks like this artist has drawn Lisa Rinna, transforming into Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> She looks like Gollum. She looked up. It was oh, the one eye was big. She had quasi. She had Quasimodo eyes. One eye was everyone's. Look, everyone's face. No, what am I trying to say? No one's face is pure. Is totally symmetrical. Okay, mm-hmm. but her face was so jacked up. Like one eye was so very much larger than the other. He he gave her like a squ- a big square chin, big long square chin with like a cleft. And after <laughs> and. After Ethan talked about how beautiful her hair was. He gave her like funky hair too. Yeah, she, it didn't look anything like Teresa. No, it didn't look anything like Teresa. Nothing like her. <laughs> that thing, we cracked up. <laughs> we had to rewind and look at it. Look at it again. Fro- like paused on it and cracked up because it was so ugly and such a mystery. Based on that picture, the no. way Teresa looks in her disguise, they might be able to find her. Maybe. <laughs> You know, it's no mystery that Frank Lomax doesn't work for the police department <laughs> as a professional sketch artist. Yeah. Based on the work that we saw. I don't... Uh, and also... Oh, uh, whatever. It was... I'm still not over this sketch. I'm still not over it. I'll never be over it. Ever. 
Iconic. Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not over it. I'm also I'm also still not over the sketches that we did. Oh. <laughs> also haunting. Very. Mine especially. Yours <laughs> is like yours all right. Especially. Mine is. My, you know, mine could go in MoMA. On the bottom floor. That's the thing. Yours could actually be displayed somewhere, whereas mine would only ever be displayed on a refrigerator, <laughs> which it is right now. Yeah, we have our sketches on our refrigerator. We actually took down all the heart from, like, our students. Well, I, like, had a bunch of old stuff put yeah. up. Yeah. And it was sweet, and I, like, took pictures and kind of cataloged it for myself. Um, but we took it off because, like, the refrigerator was just, like, covered, covered. in children's artwork. And uh, we put up our own version of children's artwork. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, I love this sketch. All right. So that's the last clip for this episode. Is it? It is. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let's say goodbye here, friends. Remember, you can always find us on social media, Passions Podcast, um, on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, which I promise i'm going to start putting things on it i promise i am you can't direct people to go look at something there's a few things there (laughs) there's nothing there there's a few things there yeah whatever okay and you can also send us an email at passionspodcast at gmail.com we're still um going to be looking at all of our messages and everything even while we're on our hiatus yeah yeah our social will still be active um and we'll still be checking messages and responding to stuff so yeah don't uh don't feel like you have to put a pause on reaching out we love to hear from you yep and Um, we're gonna have another clip show for you next week that's right we got a little something coming your way yep all right see you next time here we go you are my passion